the Leadership Lessons Podcast, hosted by Pastor Daniel Williams, a podcast to encourage and equip church leaders. Brought to you by eeleaders.com. Hey everyone, on this episode, we are going to have two foreign missionaries, church planners, be sharing with us. The church planner that our church, Redemption Church Delray Beach, supports, Esteban Valenzuela in Madrid, Spain, going to give us a little one piece of advice uh, video on expectations, which is really good. And another church planner who I actually got to meet through Esteban, uh, Alex Fuentes, uh, Fuentes in Tunga, Colombia. I am terrible at Spanish, terrible at the accents. Ah, please forgive me, Alex. Uh, I met Alex actually through Esteban, who was visiting in Delray. It so happened that these two knew one another from social media and emails and stuff like that and ministry. And and, uh, Alex was in town in South Florida while Esteban was in South Florida. So we decided to, they decided to, to sort of like hook up and just connect. And I'll be honest with you, I was the third wheel. I was like, let me come. I got two missionaries. I want to know what how what the Lord's doing in your guys' life and your ministry and just sort of connect and glean and learn. And so uh, it was really cool. It turned out that Alex brought his wife, so I wasn't the third wheel. Uh, there was a crowd of us now, and we just had a great time edifying one another, sharing uh, God's faithfulness, His goodness um, in our ministries, and just really connected with the brother. He was really cool uh, of just... Um, his humble heart and just sharing what the Lord was doing in Colombia and through the work that he was just faithfully given. And so he actually came back to South Florida because turns out he was sent out from South Florida from a local church here in the area. And uh, we got to connect again. And so when I knew he was coming to South Florida, I just asked him, hey, I would love to just interview and talk about preaching the gospel in a different culture just to get your perspective. I love how missionaries, they go outside of Western uh, sometimes culture or go out of the United States, come back, and they have a different perspective on things, which are really important to learn and glean and grow from. And so um, I was able just to ask questions, talk about his ministry, uh, wanted to introduce you uh, to him, just as Esteban introduced, introduced um, him to me. And so um, this is my interview with Pastor Alex discussing preaching in a different culture. I know you're going to enjoy it. Hey everyone, I'm here with Alex Fuentes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, good. Close enough. Oh, come on. <laughs> it is close enough. It's good. Uh, I say that with like some type of accent because yeah. he is a church planner, missionary in Colombia. And so today we're going to be talking about just preaching the gospel in a different mm. culture, mm. Uh, at least trying to preach the gospel in a different culture. We're to go to all the nations, mm. and you and your wife have gone to a different nation. And so before we get into the topic today, can you just explain, like, um, you know what? Let's just explain, like, how did God call you to Columbia and where you're at and just what he's doing right now in your life? Okay, cool. Um, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can do, like, so, five, five, uh, five hours of that. So just, no, just, like, a brief yeah, real, thing. Real cool thing. So um, 2011, um, I go on a short-term mission trip uh, to Haiti, and the Lord starts to stir my heart about, this is what life is really supposed to be about for yeah. me. Um, my wife, same thing. And uh, if you fast forward a few years later, and 
boom, Colombia. Very specific. I mean, there was no denying it. That was the place. Yeah. Through all kinds of crazy ways, as God would do it. Oh, yeah. And so we land there. We see it. We, we vision it. And he shows us the purpose. And we land there. We land there in Cartagena, city up on the northern coast. Okay. I mean, as different from the U.S. as you can get. Uh, How so? I mean, How is it different? Well, uh, A, it's Caribbean, right? So okay. that all already tells you laid back, chill, fun, all that sort of stuff. Structured, not so much. Orderly, not so much. Okay. Uh, so all kinds of in that way, you know? Uh, so yeah, we're from South Florida and we think it's hot here. And no, uh, I, <laughs> I, I actually call the city Cartagena. Okay. It is that hot. Wow. It's ridiculous hot. So I used to get heat rash in my when I get, when I landed there. You know what? But God provides. Before we left, yeah, uh, to where we're at now, I was wearing jeans, no problem. Wow, no issue. God your, is good. Your blood thins. I moved from Washington State to Florida, and now like even in August, I'll be putting on jeans. Always bring a jacket because it's so freezing. I mean, your body adjusts, and God gives you the grace to adjust even in ministry. Isn't that awesome? To where you're at. Yeah, it's I love great. it. So, so we left, and it was good. You know, we were like the locals, wearing jeans. Uh -huh. You know, that was the dream I had when I got there. I was like, I hope that I end up like a local. I, 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 <laughs> I bleed as the locals bleed, you know, and so, and so God did that. So yeah. it was really cool. But we spent three, about two and a half years uh, serving at Calvary Chapel, Cartagena. Uh, coming alongside uh, Pastor Santiago and the whole team over there and um, helping in all kinds of ways and discipleship and, and all that. And one day the Lord said, hey, uh, there, there's a different place in Colombia uh, where I need to work as well. And so that place is where we're at now. Okay, uh, the name is at? Tunja. 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 See, my Spanish is improving already. You're doing good. Tunja. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. It's soft, gentle, yes. So completely different as we talked about the u.s being different from cartagena uh now tuna completely different opposite it's it's just as different as new york is from alabama okay you know it's yeah. that kind of a thing so wow. so tuna extremely conservative up in the mountains um so you think mile high is mile high yeah. this is like 1.7 mile high you wow. know it's high. So your body had to adjust again. Again. To like. A whole different uh, set of things over there. It's, it's cold all the time. It's either cold and rainy or cold and dry, but it's always cold. Yeah. Um, but I like it. Uh -huh. um, and, uh, and so that's where we're at now. We've been there for a year. Okay. Um, started a home Bible study. And in uh, so about six months after that, uh, Lord started to tug in our hearts, okay, time to do something different. And now we started uh, on Easter Sunday this year, 2018, we started um, wow. we started uh, Sunday services. That's awesome. Lord provided for, for a place for us, um, restaurant, um, and uh, it, it has been just crazy wild. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Just following God, I don't, you'd see him work so amazing. And it, and it totally is following God, because I have no idea what I'm doing. Hey, welcome you to know? the club, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I thought it would be good to talk to you about culture and specifically as you're church planning, as you're going to sow the gospel in the community, how important it is to understand your culture. Mm. Because you said you were from South Florida, then you went to, you know, a, a, a city in Colombia, which I forget how you even pronounce it, but, uh, and then to now where you're at right now. So all these different yeah. cultures growing up, even you, not even, um, you know, growing up in a, a um, uh, a different area to move here to move there like what has it been like for you personally growing and learning culture not even ministry wise but just like how has the adjustment been for yeah. your family to just 
How does culture shape you as a Christian, as a person? Wow. So, you know, the interesting thing about it is I was born in Colombia, right? Okay. <clears throat> but I, I was only there for um, 13 years, you know, and then we moved to the States. Yeah. And so grew up here in South Florida pretty much um, and were, was here for about 30 years. But as God would have it, in God's provision, you know, he paired me up with a Caribbean, right? Yeah. Right? So that's how cool he is, right? So um, my wife, Inez, she is uh, she's from Florida. She's a native, but both her parents are Cuban. And so, and I've got this friend of mine that I that I befriended as as just doing ministry in Cartagena, who always said this. He says the closest thing to somebody from Cartagena is a Cuban. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, so by using her, the Lord kind of helped me to kind of expand my horizon and allow me um, to move away from my set ways from where I am in Colombia, which is actually very. Um, conservative, low key, mm-hmm. you know, just um, matter of fact, you know, and all that sort of stuff to just become more, you know, fun and jovial and, you know, yeah, yeah and, and just be able to then operate in that, in that, um, in that arena versus saying I'm put off by, I'm put off by, this really bothers me the way that these people speak, the way that these people um, keep track of time, the way that these, and that sort of stuff, you know, and it's like, no, it's it's okay, you know, and we're all different, but the cool thing about it is, is we all need Jesus. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who we are or what our context is and all that. So ultimately just understanding them um, helped me to be able to, to, to just come alongside of them and, and, and do life uh, wherever it is that the Lord has us. And so now, even in this different context, I mean, this is this is like um, conservative and, 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 um, and traditional mm-hmm. as can be, um, highly, highly um, Catholic. Um, area of the of the country. As a matter of fact, it's sort of like the hotbed for um, the traditions and the religious traditions that they do. You know, yeah. um, all kinds of events and stuff like that. People come from other areas of the country to kind of go look and seek at, at these things because you know that this is where it all started, sort of a thing. So, um, you know, how does the Lord now work in us to get us into this place? It, it's it's been a challenge um, because as open as people in the Caribbean are, Mm -hmm. um, people are that much more reserved here. And being more traditional, even more skeptical of anything that comes from the outside. Um, So he's had us there for a year and we really haven't done anything. I mean, it's just been like scratching the surface so far, but it's been building relationships. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, that's one of the greatest things that we can do it, no matter what culture it is, you know, it's like, okay, so if you go in there with an agenda, you go in there with a, with, with a set schedule. Okay. So in three months, we're going to do this. And in three months, we're going to do that. In three months, we're going to do that. It's going to be failure because it's all going to be man. Yeah. You know, and what I'm hearing from you is to understand culture, it takes time to adjust for you personally, but also ministry wise, just understanding and learning the people where you're serving. But you have to do it by building those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that takes time. You know, one of the things that you and I were talking earlier today was about building trust. Yeah. When we build trust, then then we build relationship. Um, so, read this article from newchurches.com that takes eight years to um, to gain trust in a rural setting. That's where we're at. We're out in the mountains in a rural setting. So, eight years. Don't you years. think that's crazy? It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. So, here we are just one year into this and now I'm scratching my head going, oh, oh my goodness. You know, yeah. and, and I'm okay there. You know, I like the weather and all that sort of stuff. 
My wife, not so much. She's cold. She's frozen. She's saying, how long do we have here? Uh, what's the Lord been telling you? Yeah. And so I've been saying five to seven years for the past uh, three years. Yeah. <laughs> so every year she's like, no, it's now, you know, four and six. No, yeah. it's still three. It's still five to seven. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, culture just <clears throat> takes time to develop, to learn, to grow, to be a, like building relationships. Just because uh, culture is how people behave, their behaviors, their patterns. The, it's about people mm -hmm. ultimately. Mm -hmm. And so you have to understand people and to be able to minister to them. You don't even know where they're at to be able to share with them. And that's the thing. So as you gain trust, right, you know, people start to open up and you start to really see what is it that's behind that. So how do you minister in a place where you know nothing about their background? If you're just coming in hardcore with the gospel, I mean, the Lord's going to do a thing always. He's always going to do his thing and, and, and his word does not return void ever, yeah. right? But how much more effective would we be if we took time to then hear about what what drives them and what is it that, why is it that they believe what they believe and what's, what's behind all that? So in our case, it has been that in a year we've learned that there's alcoholism is a major situation hmm. in the city but you would know that as you first go in there but you have to start spending time with these with the people to see that some way somehow that's an issue that's that, that that that's a major contributing factor to the way that they culturally operate that yeah. alcohol is a part of their life mm -hmm. um, and it's not that they're all alcoholics just that they drink a lot yeah. you know but that has issues and that has problems and that has ramifications and, and, and that's, a, that's a stumbling block for us to be able to, um, um, to, to operate um, properly, to, to, to speak into their lives if we don't know that, you know? Yeah. So, so how has knowing people's culture help you to better preach the gospel to them? Because like you said, when you first, you, when you first came to that culture, you may have not known that, but now that you know that, you can address the word of God to that issue and that's you know? exactly it because we know that then we can hit those points you know we, we can hit them with we, we can talk about that we can we can allow the word of God to speak to that particular area of their lives you know uh, versus us coming in and 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 they're like okay uh, I hear what you're saying we love Jesus we've been you know we've been going to church every Sunday for the past 35 years yeah. um, so it's like okay and now what you know but if you tell them then that you that, that this is a that this is an issue and that the word of god says this is how you ought to behave that there ought to be some kind of a fruit and part of that fruit is is that we don't do these things and we do these things and and and, and that things are okay things are permissible right the word of god says that everything's permissible not but not everything is beneficial to us yeah. right and you start to talk to them about how well tell me you know when you when you're in this setting how, how do you feel? How do you, you know, what does that look like in your life? And are you able to, to love on others? And it's like, no, I actually become harsh. I actually become angry. I actually become um, disorderly. Yeah. Okay, well, gee, there you go, there you know. You go. And, and, and so now it's not just the gospel, but it's also the discipleship part of it that mm -hmm. happens because you understand where they're coming from, you know, and, and what areas it is that the Word of God can really, really apply to their lives, you know. Yeah, that's so good. <clears throat> so why... Why do you think it's important to understand culture, not just as a, a missionary, right? Because we're all sent people. Jesus says, the Father sent me, so I send you. Uh, but just as far as Christians, why is it so important to understand culture where we live in? Because not all of us are going to be in Colombia. Some of us will be in states, but some of us will be in like in Alabama or in New York or these different settings that we may need to actually understand culture. You know what? I'm, I'm going to flip this. Okay. And the thing about it is, is that 
why is it important? Because Jesus says we need to love, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so it's important because we need to change. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's we, good. We're thinking that we need to be out there pouring, 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 but God's doing a work in us too. You know, He's stretching yeah. us, He's molding us, He's shaping us, and, and we don't know where next is. Mm-hmm. And, and where next is could be even harder for us to understand people, to deal with people. You know, it could be a whole different set of, set of culture. But if we hadn't gone to Cartagena and, we, and, and I hadn't seen what that was like and, and, and how, how hard it hit me, yeah. you know, uh, and to open up to, to some of these people and, and to accept who they are and all that, you know, I, I'm like this, you know, methodical, planned, structured, timely, all that sort of stuff, you know, <laughs> and I get over there and it's just like, you know, whatever, you know, but, but if I don't begin to learn to love those people, then where God has us next, how am I going to love on those people? Yeah. You know, so ultimately That's I true. think, why is it important? Because if, if, if we're working cross-culturally, well, God's given us a place but he's going to give us potentially another place mm-hmm. and so why not be ready for that yeah you know so how have you developed or how have you grown what are some lessons you've learned that God has worked in your life this last few years have you stepped out in faith saying Lord I want to go and preach your gospel to this city and to that city how have you grown what are some lessons you've learned personally uh, personally I think one of the biggest things is um, I, I don't need to know all I, I don't need to see all. I, yeah. I don't need to. I, I don't need to have all. Uh-huh. You know. That's good. I, I just need to. I just need to let the Lord. You know, show me where. Show me how. Show me how long. Show me who. You know, and uh, and to just be be that willing person. You know, that 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 wants to go out there to do whatever. The, I had no idea that I'd be church, church planting. If you told me ten years ago, if you told me two years ago that I would be planting a church, I'd be freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I've I've not been to seminary. I've not I, I've not taken a college course. I've I don't know anything about any of this stuff. You know, and yeah. I mean, we're supposed to read the Bible all the time, right? Uh-huh. I mean. I have a lot of the word in my heart, yeah. yeah but every bit of it, man, yeah. you know. And 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 so, how do we pour that out? You know, I don't know. How is it that we do it? We we just we just say, Lord, here I am, you know. And and um, and He's so faithful. He really is, you know. He yeah. really, really does, you know. For anybody out there that 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 wants to step out but is so afraid, He really does equip the called. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, whoa. Did that really just come out? Did I just say that? Uh-huh. That was awesome, but that wasn't me. Cause yeah. ask me to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Happens all the time. I have no idea what I just said, but that was so good. Sometimes it's take that sad. down. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be preaching and I'll be like, "Ooh, that was good. That ooh, that was amazing." I, like I don't even realize I'm saying it. But yeah. It's just the Lord working. I'm like, it's the first time I've ever heard this before in my life. I'm just saying. Right? Wow. Isn't that so cool? And so, you know, with my wife, we, we do this exercise, you know, and I don't like to do as much as she likes to do it. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, after Sunday, you know, oh, after man. after we're done. And, yeah. and, and she's like, okay, so let's talk about this. You know, I was like, um, how, that was really cool what you said about that. I was like, what did I say? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, that whole critiquing thing. Uh-huh. But Evaluation. Anyway. Oh, yeah. It's a hard process. Yeah. yeah. But it's good because even like this interview is is, is lessons learned as you're processing. You're, you're, I'm hearing you're saying, God has been faithful. He's been good. Mm-hmm. He uses my weakness for the strong. It takes time. Exactly. And so as you're stepping out in faith, as you're wanting to preach the gospel to a different culture, maybe you're listening to this and... Um, you know, you may be scared, but you need to understand that that 
this is how God works. That is exactly it. This is how God works. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. That's and, okay. Absolutely. And 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 to that into that line uh, of thinking also is is the fact that you know we have. Um, We've got so many tools available. There really is so much for the church planter, for that person that the Lord has put this in their heart to do. There's so many resources. Yeah. But you know what? Wherever it is that you get, wherever it is that the Lord puts you, just take time to allow Him to tell you how to do it. You know, yeah. because what works here doesn't work there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and even within the same country, I'm telling you that some of the things that worked in Cartagena, Cartagena is, you know, it's a two hour plane ride from from there to Bogota, hour and 45 minutes. So it's not ex- it's not extremely far yeah. and it's in the same country, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. What worked in one place doesn't work in the next, you know. And so I'm there and I'm thinking, all right, by year one in Cartagena, the church looked like this and, and, and was working and involved in all yeah, this, you know. And I'm sitting here in Atunja and I'm like one year later and I'm like, um, all right, I still have five of the original people. And then I've got some other ones that have meandered here and there. Um, and we're only at, at this level and we haven't even done one of these classes and, you know, and so on. And and that's okay yeah because it's a whole different it's a whole different place so you know we're in Cartagena and the church looks in a a particular way year one year two year three yeah and here we are same same kind of timeline in Tunja well the place could look completely different you know and the things that we're working on are not the things that we were working in Cartagena yeah you know and the amount of people and 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 the and the the, the depth of the discipleship and it all looks different yeah and that's the way that it's going to be no matter where we go you know yeah. every place has its own you know particular circumstances that the, so you know and so so that's one of the things that we need to do is is we need to not throw the book out yeah but just see what part of the book we can apply yeah and i love that because it's it's not the the what the what is the gospel mm-hmm. it's not the why it's because god loves us yes but it's the, but how. It's the how yeah it's mm-hmm. like um you know uh methods are many but principles are few mm-hmm. you know um and so we got to make sure that we're understanding the that the message doesn't change but these these methods these principles they they have we have to adjust we have right. to like say okay well what worked here isn't necessarily going to work here yeah, and don't get frustrated because what you tried isn't working you know just again just see what the lord would lead you to do differently yeah you know that's good so what what last encouragement or advice wisdom uh word of encouragement would you give to us the listener that is just uh we're trying to preach the gospel maybe the culture is our work culture mm-hmm. or maybe um we just moved to a different area or we're planning a church uh, what encouragement and just um, last words would you want to give to the, the people that are trying to preach the gospel um, and love their neighbor? You know, means and ways of um, sharing the gospel are, are uh, you know, as as far and wide as God's love is, yeah. right? You know, but um, I think ultimately the common thread is the same as the Lord. The Lord wants a relationship with all of us. Yeah. You know, and and that's what we need to do. We need to build relationships and, and so sometimes that takes extra work. Mm-hmm. Um, that sometimes takes um, accepting people that we wouldn't ordinarily um, allow into our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes overlooking um, some things that we ordinarily would say, hmm, no. Yeah. Um, 
and, and that's what Jesus did, you know, in order to share the gospel with us, in order to allow him to do what he did, he had to overlook all that stuff. Um, and he had to make himself available to every man and every woman and every child yeah. on this earth, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's what we need to do, you know, yeah. so don't get discouraged if um, you're not there yet with any person, yeah. you know, just be faithful to continue to build that relationship, love on that, on that person, um, and, 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 and then the Lord will do the work. That's awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for sitting down and talking with us. And uh, man, just keep on doing what God has called you to do. We need to preach the gospel to all nations, Jerusalem, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Uh, and so wherever culture you find yourself in, uh, may God give you the wisdom and the grace to know how to preach his wonderful message and to love people faithfully. Mm-hmm. Man, it is just so cool to get acquainted with so many different types of people and ministries that the Lord is doing here in our world, uh, not only in the United States, but all over the world. And one question that I think is really good sometimes, I, I heard someone say, Hey, who do you know that I need to know? Especially as a church planner, right? You may be in your community want to learn uh, the, the culture, and maybe you only have five people that you know, only five. But maybe you could ask all those five people, hey, who can you introduce uh, me to? Who do I need to know that you know? Can you give me an introduction? And just through that introduction, the Lord could use that to learn and uh, grow and meet other people. And um, I I love that. I love being able to introduce you all to some of my pastoral friends, Um, some people that I have on these videos that are are really close and other people I'm just getting to learn um, and meet them for the first time. But I love how it it serves sort of as just an introduction and we get to learn and grow together. We may be from different tribes, different cultures, uh, different church backgrounds, but we're serving the same Lord. And I pray that as we're learning and growing these, uh, learning and growing together um, from all these different types of pastors and people, that um, that our focus will be on Jesus and that we would enjoy the fellowship that we can have through this podcast. Pretty amazing. Technology is amazing. Uh, big shout out to uh, all you people that are actually listening to the podcast, probably driving, exercising, but wanted to let you know and just remind you, I am on video. That's right. This is actually a podcast that I actually record all the videos. You can go to eeleaders.com, get all the content, watch it, play it, and share it on social media with your team, whatever you may be. There's even show notes with quotes, so feel free. It's There's a ton of resources at eeleaders.com, and hopefully you will be able to connect with other people uh, from these videos and reach out to them. Uh, I would encourage you to ask your own questions. And and uh, man, we just have so many great people that have been a part of this podcast. Just super grateful. I've already heard of one pastor uh, friend connecting with another person I did an interview with and, and had his church pick up a, a missionary that that church uh, planner was supporting already. So just cool connections all throughout. And uh, I'm really grateful for my friend Esteban connecting me with Alex. Uh, And Esteban's going to share a one piece of advice video on expectations. Expectations, it's really good, uh, really important to understand this topic. And he and his family are planning in Madrid, Spain. They're doing a great work there. And I want to remind you as I'm introducing you all to these missionaries today on this episode, but also just the pastors and people I'm interviewing or having guest lessons, let's take time to pray for them. Let's make sure that we understand these aren't gurus. These are practitioners. These are people that are humble enough to share their wisdom with us. And I would love for you all to just pray for them, uh, to just encourage them in that way. And feel free to reach out. Tell them that Pastor Daniel sent you. So here is Esteban with his one piece of advice video.
You're listening to One Piece of Advice, brought to you by eeleaders.com, a ministry to encourage and equip church leaders. Hey, my name is Esteban Valenzuela. I'm church planting here in the city of Madrid, Spain. And I just want to give you one piece of advice that uh, I've learned among the many. Um, I want to talk to you about expectations. Uh, when we leave the States and when we leave our home, we always have this picture of how God's going to do things or how our ministry is going to go or how we're going to respond or even how other people are going to respond to us. And I just want to encourage you that... Um, Many expectations may be okay, may be uh, correct, but I want to even possibly prepare you for the reality that many of your expectations are not going to be met and you're going to face challenges you never even thought you would face. Um, in terms of the work that God does uh, here and church planting, you always have this expectation of the pace how it's going to happen. You've seen God work in other people's lives in certain ways. And so you're like, okay, this is the equation that has to fit my life, or this is what I'm expecting. And sometimes expectations are kind of tricky because we don't even know that they're there. And we're hitting our heads in frustration against a wall because we are expecting A, B, or C. And so just um, allow God to work in his time. Uh, have a confidence in your calling that Jesus has called you, that he is going to do things that you cannot do. Um, my son had these little seeds that he had bought or that we had got, gotten from uh, an, an apricot. And he had these two little pots that he had got from a little science kit. And he said, I'm going to plant these. And so we found some dirt. He planted them. And this kid with such joy and happiness planted these two seeds that are the size of a marble in this high dirt and just water them. And we were thinking, I don't know if that's going to grow. I don't know if that's going to happen, son. He, with joy, happiness, and expectation, planted those seeds and watered them and watered them for weeks, it seemed like. And even when nothing happened, he still had a joy and this childlike faith that I'm just going to keep on doing it. And wouldn't you know, before too long, these little sprouts came up. And now we've got these plants that are like this big. And I love the fact that no matter what he saw, he was going to do it and that he was expecting the fruit to come. So just hang in there. Know that uh, fruit will come, that um, you know, sometimes you may get opposition from people around you, maybe even people that you consider Christians or, or fellow brothers and sisters. And um, you know, we expect to have joy and fun and all these different things, but hey, the Lord might allow you to um, experience some time of just uh, loneliness and um, even at times a lack of fulfillment. You know, maybe you had a job before and now um, you're plowing, you're working and things are much different. You don't get that fulfillment like you did from your job. But just know that God is shaping you and molding you for his kingdom, for his glory, for the work that he has for you and ultimately for what he wants to do, because it's all about Jesus. And our expectations, we bring them to the table, but God wants to remove those things, and he just wants to glorify and magnify himself in you and through you.
Well, in the next episode of Leadership Lessons Podcast, I actually do an interview with my friend, Pastor Jim Gallagher, up at Vero Beach, Florida, Calvary Chapel. Uh, he is a great biblical teacher, just loves expositing the Word of God, and he has a new resource on training church leaders and people that want to preach God's Word, uh, this video content that he has. So I wanted to introduce you to him and this new resource that he has. Uh, I knew as soon as I heard, I saw this thing on social media, I was like, man, Jim, I have to interview about preaching and learn as much as possible from you, brother. And so I'm looking forward to next week sharing that interview with you. I know it's going to bless you. And just as we finish up this episode and sort of talk about really preaching in another culture, but also connecting with one another, feel free to reach out to me. Follow this ministry at EE Leaders. Um, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Pastor D. Williams. I'd love to connect with you. Or you could even send me an email at daniel at eeleaders.com. Give me a shout out. Let me know who are the people that have in, are influencing you. Who do I need to know that you know? I'd love to connect with you. If you haven't contributed uh, to this podcast and maybe you're a pastor friend, you want to give some wisdom, a one piece of advice, or maybe something's happening in your life, I'd love to interview you, uh, glean your wisdom, and just connect with you. And so, man, until next time, keep preaching the gospel, whether it be to yourself, whether it be in your church, whether it be to the world, wherever you go, we have some good news in Jesus. And so keep on proclaiming him. God wants to use you to make an eternal difference in our world. So keep following him, keep pursuing him. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Thanks so much for allowing me to pour into your life. Thank you so much for listening to this Leadership Lessons podcast. You can watch all the episodes and get all the show notes at eeleaders.com. If this podcast was a blessing to you, I would love for you to share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on social media at eeleaders. You can also help us spread the word by simply writing a review on iTunes or Google Play. My hope for you with this podcast is that it would encourage you and equip you to continue to serve Jesus. Because remember, there's nothing better than doing what God has called you to do.